0: Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today we're talking with Dr. Lee Connor of Hamilton Healthcare System in Dalton. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us today, Dr. Connor. Thank you for having me. Dr. Connor is a board-certified infectious disease specialist. He completed his medical training at Florida International University in Miami-Dade County, Florida, and his residency and fellowship at Wake Forest University School of Medicine, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He practices at Hamilton Medical Center and Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care at 1243 Broderick Drive, down the street from hamilton medical center thank you so much for joining us again today we're going to talk about hepatitis c screening and treatment what exactly is hepatitis
1: yeah hepatitis is a group uh, well it's basically inflammation of the liver but um you know in the infectious disease realm we're talking about a group of viruses that that attack the liver and can get people really really ill and go on to cause some chronic infections so you know A, B, C, D, and E are the. uh, Well, I was going to ask you,
0: you hear about hepatitis C, but there's other. Yep. Hepatitis?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's A hep A and E you can kind of lump together. There's sort of this, um, you know, something you actually ingest, causes diarrhea. So what's diarrhea. the difference? So different viruses, different routes of um, transmission, and then kind of different diseases that go with it. But A and E, you know, you see outbreaks of A a lot of the times, you know, that's sort of like... And this a is a arrest- blood disease. Uh, B and C are. Okay. Okay. Um, a and E are sort of like uh, something you ingest, gives you diarrhea, and then you can go on to infect other people. Uh, we actually had a big outbreak of it um, back in 2019 before all of this COVID uh, was going on, and so the health department was really ramping up hepatitis A vaccines, you know, especially for food workers, you know, people that um, you know are in poor living standards, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't do the hand hygiene or don't have access to hand hygiene to to prevent some of these things. And so those are the probably the more common ones you hear about.
0: But it's very important wash your hands. Yep. Wash hands before you eat mm-hmm. and, and yep. after you use the restroom and, and keep you know, keep as clean as you can.
1: Yep, yep. And then there's B and C, which are, um, you know, these ones are transmitted, you know, basically blood-to-blood sort of uh, exposures. And so Hep B is a great example of vaccines really knocking back a, a a pathogen. So when we're born, one of the first things we get is, is a vitamin K shot and a hepatitis B vaccine. And then we tend to get that, you know, in intervals during our very early childhood. And so over time, you know, some people maintain that immunity, some people it kind of drops off. And so part of some good health care is, you know, revaccinating people who are in these sort of risky situations and, and making sure that they're adequately protected because hep B can go on to be a chronic infection. Most times does. And, you know, over time, that damages the liver. You get cirrhosis. And, you know, you're talking about B now. Yep. And C is very similar. Well, I wanted to talk about C. How
0: dangerous is hepatitis C?
1: Yeah. So, most of the time, you know, when you get it, you have sort of this acute little flare of it. Um, And that can be pretty bad, you know, depending if you have another hepatitis at the same time, too. Particularly that can be be fatal. But most of the time, it's a self-limited infection that you're feeling. And then some people will clear hepatitis C on their own, but a vast majority do not and then it basically just lingers in the body and it's almost like a smoldering infection you know that's just constantly damaging the liver for you know decades And, you know, the liver is a pretty robust organ. It can repair itself pretty well. But, you know, after a couple of decades, especially if there's some drinking involved, um, you know, those people ultimately go on to develop cirrhosis and a lot of problems related to liver dysfunction.
0: Well, now the treatment for hepatitis C has
1: changed over the years. Is that right? Yeah, quite dramatically. Now,
0: how has that changed? (laughs) What, What was it like before and what is it now?
1: So, yeah, a lot of people didn't complete treatment. The clearance rates were depending on what studies you read, 40, 50%. So, you know, even if you made it through all of that, you know, you you may not have eradicated it. So... Um, so it was tough mm-hmm. in the early days. Yep. About now, 2013, 2014, things, things changed.
0: Well, that's what I understand. It's been just in the last few years that mm-hmm. uh, the treatment has changed. And how has it changed for the better?
1: Oh, it's been such a dramatic improvement. You know, we started having these direct antiviral agents come out back 2013, 2014, back when I was sort of in medical school. And we've had a ton more agents come out since then, which for most people without any liver problems is going to be eight weeks of treatment. And you're looking at about a 98% cure Whoa, rate.
0: Oh, that's...
1: Incredible. Yeah, and usually it's, you know, the people that don't get cured usually are lost to follow up, don't take the pills. So, you know, as long as you take the medicine, you know you're usually coming out the other end cured so okay um, is that an oral medication yep yep uh usually it's uh, you know and we can adjust which regimen you're on based on which type of hep C. there's other genotypes and usually very well tolerated i mean some nausea you know some people have a little bit of diarrhea but overall i would say people tell me they don't even know they're taking the medicine it's just you know part of the regimen doesn't cause many problems and when the eight weeks is up and we check their their levels later on then you know almost always cured and so it's good news to give people
0: that is good news of course you don't want to get it regardless of right. how, how good that the you know the, the medicine is how do people get hepatitis C what are, mm-hmm. are, are are things that we need to be careful of when it comes to hepatitis C we talked about cleanliness
1: yeah so that's more for the hep a and E but, but for C what for are we for B and at? C it's a lot of um, you know people being exposed to you know blood to blood so before we had great screening and blood products you know in the very early 90s you know we used to see people get clotting factors for hemophilia and all this you know blood transfusions during bypass surgery and stuff. The screening wasn't good back then, so some people have acquired it back, you know, way back when, and like I said before, it takes decades before you actually manifest anything, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of liver dysfunction. Um, you know. People who inject drugs—that's another group of people. What about tattoos? Yeah, that can too. You know, if you're not getting tattoos at a, you know, a reputable place, You know, who knows what? You know, if that needle was clean before it was used. You know, was the ink contaminated? And so, you know, hepatitis C can last on surfaces for quite a while. So, is that right? It's uh, so you got to be very careful. So, you know, reputable places that you know you want to stick to those. You know, something in your, you know, kitchen probably not the most
0: Now, what? What about someone who had a Blood transfusion. Many. I know that nowadays it's not this way, but many years ago, back mm-hmm. in the seventies and eighties, yep. would could that have happened to them then?
1: Could have. Yeah, yeah. And uh, really. Yeah, yeah. So you know, one of the things about hepatitis C is you really don't know you have it until the very end and, you know, the wheels have fallen off. And Mm. um, that's why we've been advocating, you know, especially in the baby boomer generation is, you know, we're not sure sometimes how people have been exposed, but we know that people don't have symptoms. And so we've been really trying to screen these people so that we can find out who has it. And get them on a pathway to treatment and cure, so that they mm. don't end up developing a lot of these chronic, you know, liver issues, and oh, some people goodness. end up going on for liver transplants, So it can be really, really awful. Well,
0: right? now if, if if I have hepatitis C and uh, I I go through the every, everything that I have to go through, can I get it again?
1: You can. Yep. Yep. So you know, just and because you have to start over again. You'd have to start over again. Yep. So you know, there's a big big push of you know we can get this treated, we can get this cured, but you know. Intervening on some of the habits that may have led to you getting hepatitis C in the first place, that's another option that we really need to talk about when we're talking about treatment is, is minimizing your risk. We can cure it, but can always come back from somebody else. So yeah,
0: that, is, that is so scary. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about was some of the people uh, who are at increased risk. For getting hepatitis C Some maybe uh, What about people with HIV Are they at An increased risk
1: Yeah Yeah you know Some some habits that, that Lead to acquiring HIV Are similar to Some of the habits Of acquiring hepatitis C You know
0: Now can uh, a Can a baby Get hepatitis C From its mother Can uh, it be born with hepatitis C If its mother has it
1: That almost never happens It's, uh, it's very very low You know But the the one hepatitis that does that a lot is hepatitis B. So in other countries um, who don't have a very robust vaccination program for hepatitis Mm -hmm. B, what we call vertical transmission, that's mom to baby, is very, very common. And it's... um, But
0: we have that here. We have the...
1: Yeah, we have a very good vaccine program. Is
0: that the shot they get in the heel?
1: Yep, yep. It's one of those, yep. Yeah, I've seen that before. So yeah, it's uh, and, and those babies that unfortunately get... Hepatitis B from their mother, um, those ones tend to be more of the chronic infection that is not, you know, doesn't ever really go away. Wow. So uh, vaccines are really huge in Hepatitis B.
0: Well, you're talking about blood to blood. What about a mosquito bite?
1: No, no, yeah, no, they don't, um, not really anything in that realm is transmitted with mosquitoes, you know. I'd be more worried about uh, West Nile virus, lacrosse virus in here, some of the more like uh, neurotropic viruses, the ones that really cause encephalitis that you hear And, and you can get about. that from a... A mosquito. mosquito bite. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow, that's that's it's, so scary. Yep. It that is it, it's, so uh, scary.
1: So hepatitis C, you know, by and large, really, you know, you may be can have a little bit of liver pain when you first acquire it maybe you notice your eyes are a little yellow we call it a little bit jaundice appearing Mm -hmm. it's usually not a lot of symptoms to really make you seek care Um, and so they usually resolve on their own but that virus kind of sets up shop in the liver and then just is chronically replicating at very low levels and causing damage and that damage accumulates and then that's why we love to screen people because once you do have symptoms that means you're pretty bad off Um, you know the liver is not But before you get to that point, you get screened. Who should get
0: screened for hepatitis?
1: I would say, by and large, everybody should be screened for hepatitis. But, you know, target populations too. you know, really, really be aggressive on those baby boomer generation to get them screened and targeted, you know, get regular screenings, too, because, you know. Just because they're negative at one visit, you know, that means they could acquire it down the road. So just kinda you know, for primary care docs or for me, you know, just kinda screening periodically to make sure that you're not missing anything. And that's just a, a simple blood test. Yep. It'll just be, you know, one of those mini tubes they take. Yeah. It's just a simple uh, blood test. Yeah, when you're getting the the phlebotomy.
0: Now, what tests are used to, d- to diagnose somebody?
1: So um, we basically do a blood test and we look for antibodies to, to hep C uh, or hep B or, you know, whatever you're looking at. And so we're looking at those antibody levels to see if you've been exposed to it. And then in terms of hep C, if we know you've been exposed and you have a positive antibody, the next step is looking for, you know, actual viral particles in your blood. They use the same sample. They just, you know, put it on a different instrument. Mm-hmm. And then we can see if that hepatitis C is active or if you're one of the few that clears hepatitis C on their own, which, you know, then you wouldn't need. Treatment, but the people that go on to have a you know a positive you know viral load, which is those viral particles in the blood, those are the people that really need a referral to infectious disease to or you know the health department to really get you started on treatment and get that you know virus knocked out. Good, and that's the HCV. Yep, that yeah. HCV is the is the initials you might see. Because um,
0: I've seen that before.
1: Yep, yep, exactly. So yeah. if you test positive for that, that's what you're talking. Yep, of. hepatitis can be kind of a mouthful. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we often talk in abbreviations.
0: Now let me ask you this about Hamilton Physician Group. Uh, do you offer treatment at Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care for hepatitis?
1: Yep, it's uh it's one of my favorite things to treat. Actually, it's um. It's just very rewarding. Um, you know, you come in and, you know, you've heard you got diagnosed with hepatitis C and you're seeing an infectious disease doc. And, you know, it's kind of stigmatizing, I imagine, to, to, to some of the people. And, and But it, it's something that it's really great that we identified you, got you into treatment, because in my clinic, you know, we'll probably see each other for maybe about six months total. And you'll come and visit me. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about how to mitigate, you know, potential risk of spreading it because, you know, someone infected could go on to spread it to others. So, you know, informing them about how to be safer out. So there's
0: there's an education.
1: A lot of education in there. You know, a lot of people have heard that Hepatitis C treatment is very expensive, but almost always we can get it at affordable prices or even free of charge. So Good. some of those people should just get it to their doorstep and um you know, they don't even have to step foot in a pharmacy. And this is an oral medication. Yep. All all the ones now are And all you take oral. them daily. And um you know, so we'll we'll get the you know, the paperwork all taken care of. We'll have you sign a couple forms, but you know after a week or two, once we get all the paperwork together, usually it all gets approved and, you know, it either gets mailed directly to you or it'll go to your pharmacy and you can get started right away. That sounds like
0: you'll figure something out.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I can tell you if if you walk through the door, we're going to get it in your hand one way or another. It's, it's, you know, my staff is really good about navigating all that paperwork. We don't need the patients to worry about that stuff. Just... Worry about coming to your appointments, you know, and and, and and taking your medicines. We'll get we'll take care of all the other other problems. I think
0: that's wonderful, Doctor Connor. Thank you so much for coming uh, on the show today. Uh, we've learned a whole lot about hepatitis. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. For more information or an appointment at Hamilton Physician Group Specialty Care, call 706 seven zero six five two nine. 3072 or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash specialty care. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illness or to replace professional medical care. Please see your healthcare provider if you have a health problem. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System.